everybody. Welcome to another episode of Not My Radishes. You wanted to sing, but you didn't sing. I stopped myself. Okay, but you, yeah, you, you were I did. there, and then you, you had restraint, you had control, <laughs> you had boundaries. I'm impressed with you. Thanks, everybody. It's me, your mother, John, with my lovely co-host, Miss Darren Carp. Darren. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh my God, weird. That song was just on when I walked in my house, and I was thinking about that line and how like. It hasn't dated. It hasn't aged very well. It's just kind of corny at this point. So yeah, you're corny is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I was oh. going to say, I oh. feel like people still say that. They do. I don't know why. Cool. I'm no, cool. That's no, fine. it's fine. Um, I want to just jump right into some of our topics today because I have a lot to get to. And you do too, I can see by some of the things you added here. Yes. Um, number one, I jumped on my first ever TikTok live this week. Okay. Um, I saw I saw that I couldn't access it from where I was, but mm. I saw that you did that. And I saw that a lot of people were very excited. Um, That's right. How was it? Did you feel it was good? And well, how was it different than Instagram live? Because I'm not really question. a TikTok. That's... I'm not a TikTok kind of sore. If you will. you're not, you're not. Well, a couple things. Well, the one that you saw me promoting was actually the second one. I snuck on the night before and did a, my very first one just to see how it would go. And it was really fun, Darren. I think, you know, you and I have talked about maybe doing a TikTok in the future, uh, you know, a TikTok live in the future for anybody who wants to join in on the fun. I think it might be an interesting way to reach a new audience, maybe even a wider audience. You know, it's a worldwide platform. But it was fun. You know, I was telling and by the way, so many of our listeners uh, chimed in and were in the live chatting with me. We have the best. We have the, the best listeners. Listen to Sunday's episode for a shout out for all those people because I literally listed them all. Thank you guys for popping in. Um, Darren, a couple things. Number one, I was so used to doing our Patreon live streams. Yeah. That I really thought TikTok would be very second nature, you know, to me. But what happens mm. is when you're in a room with Patreon members who are our super fans, our most loyal fans, our most supportive, you know, fans in a certain sense, I guess you could say, you know, much easier to exist, right? Because you know your audience, you know they're there to see you, et cetera, et cetera. TikTok. Oh, any old person off the street can jump in and start trolling anyone. you. Yeah, pretty much. So anyone. they don't have to follow you. It just they have to just like nope. be they have to find yeah. you somehow. They have to find you. There is a live. Well, first of all, TikTok on the for you page, if you're just scrolling random posts, will feed you a live feed like every five posts, basically. Yeah. So like you're seeing a lot of lives if you're scrolling your for you page or you can just click the live toggle at the top and you can just browse through live live uh, events, you know. Um, so, yeah, anyone can pop in all over TikTok. So it's a very it's very different from Instagram, which we've done, whereas like almost you have to follow us to know that we're going live, you know, whereas TikTok, right. really anybody could. So that's kind of wild. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We've talked about relationships with social media before. And like, I feel like if you're good at it and listen, you made a career out of it. You were like, I felt like you were a kind of a, in terms of my friend group, definitely like sort of a pioneer on social media. You had hypable, yeah. you had all these things that like, right, you're right. kind of my tech guy. Like you always <laughs> like knew what the next thing was going to come. And this, uh, sure. by the way, when is the new iPhone coming? I out? knew you were going to ask this. I, just I said, knew it. I could feel question. it coming along. Could I Google no. it? I could Google. You could. But that's not the point. That's not you the could. point. That's not the point. You want to have that's friendship. That's not the point. You want to develop friendship. I want me. someone to do the work for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and exactly. And and who is that person? Person 
is, is me. you, sir. But uh, you get more pleasure out of this. I do than, than a Google you know search. The, yeah. yeah, like you know the features. It's like well, when I'm building my Mac computer, like yeah. I let Nadine take the reins because I don't really know retina <laughs> display, you know? And like, could I learn? Yes. Well, but retina again. displays are great, by the way. So definitely get those if you can. So the new iPhone oh, is girl. coming out. Yeah. I think the, the event is maybe September. And then I think I heard it's coming in October. Which, oh, is a, which is a few weeks later than usual, but it's always September or October. So it, it is coming up. By the way, okay. my love language is acts of service. So please let me help you in any way that I can. That's not true. I want to be clear. I made a joke. That is not true. My love language what? is acts of service. It's funny because my therapist is sometimes like, like the love language thing is really just like a... I, I she wouldn't say stupid, it's but she would just be like, people. it's kind of a market. It's like it's like selling yes. a product. You know what I it mean? Is. It's like yeah. a diamond ring representing marriage, where she's mm-hmm. like, it's not an actual thing, but it is kind of this healthy, like bucket tool for yeah. people to be like, this is the type of partner I am, and this is the type of partner that I want in like kind of controllable narratives. Sure. Right? Or like and I- what yeah, guide what, uh, guardrails or whatever is what I was trying guardrails, to say. Guardrails, yeah, like little boundaries, like in case you yep. wouldn't be able to say, because I'm not confident I would ever be able to say like acts of service, but at the and I don't even know if yeah. that is me, but at the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know, like sometimes the way Nadine takes care of me or the yeah. things that she says without me saying it are yeah. acts of service. And I'm like, maybe that is me, you know? Like, I think I know. I'm a very PDA. Yeah, go ahead. What do you I was oh, well, just going to say, can we go, go through them? Can we go through the Sure, show? sure. Go right. Okay. Right. Do you know them? Acts of service. Yep. Acts of service. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like physical touch. Yep. Yep. I have time. Quality time. Yep. Quality time. Gifts. Receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. And words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. So what would and you I feel say? Like, by the way, a yeah, healthy combination of all of those make a good. Yeah, partner. I agree. I agree. Uh, I agree. Not everyone is the most affectionate. Like I'm a vi- right. like. I am, Nadine is a very affectionate person, Mm -hmm. but I am more, I don't really ever care where I am type of affectionate person. Like Mm -hmm. I would kiss her on a bus. I would kiss her in a theater. I would kiss her kind of, probably I shouldn't kiss her at work, but sometimes you just kind of get caught up in the moment that like, yeah, I mean, that's you kiss someone, but at the same time, (laughs) you get caught up and kiss someone. You know, you, get you and I've done that a million times at work. You know, it's very, we're we're always making out. We're just making making out out. in the elevator. Everyone's like, you you got to get out of here. I know. Everyone's like, God, relax. I, I like, thought they, you both were gay. Yeah. Aren't you both gay? And aren't you, po- you, this podcast is getting out of hand over there. Anyway, well, let me sorry. tell you this. Yeah. Is it like, I guess a love language is like, it's, it's a weird conversation to have. I didn't even think we were going to go here, but it's what yeah, I'm thinking either. about it now okay, is like, then. I'm a very affectionate person, but that might not be like, that's kind of what I need, right? Like, I want someone who's going to be affectionate to me, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm that partner who can give that. Yeah. Like, so, you might want affection, but acts of service is your thing. Yeah, totally, you know? totally. So, yeah, that was always confusing with me. I had an ex who I had never heard of love languages, and I had an ex who in our... Let's not call me out directly I know, sorry, the listeners, thank but you, that's everybody. fine. It's not me. <laughs> who in the second week of our relationship wanted to sit down and do a questionnaire Myers-Briggs style thing to figure out each other's love language. Did I, and I, did I know this ex? Yes, you definitely did. Okay. Okay. I'm giving Darren okay. a look. Oh, remember when that 36 questions from New York Times came out and one yes. of them was like stare in each other's eyes for four oh minutes. God. And I was like, I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to do that with any single other person. But okay. You were, you were Myers-Briggsing it. We were basically, <laughs> we were Myers-Briggsing it. I remember in my 
like, you know, just cuddling in bed. And I was like, I, I was like, I don't, what is this? I don't even know what it is. And I remember being very off put by that. I was like, who, who needs a questionnaire to tell you how to live your life? But yeah. I, you know, even just the it intention. Yeah. And yeah. even just the intention of like wanting to know what you need in a relationship is sometimes in and of itself just can go a long way. And I kind of regret now, you know, looking back at that and I've told him this, we're friends now, but I was like, you know, I kind of regret kind of dismissing you so easily about this. I was like, that is a good thing. You know, people should know how, how another person perceives love. I mean, this was the big conversation. It's like, is your love language, is that what you need or is it how you show your love? Because both people need to be aware of both things in a relationship, in my opinion. I think people talk about it in terms of what they want as opposed to what they give. And that is like, that is actually a very interesting conversation because certainly for me in, in therapy, because everything is sort of centered on like, what do you need? What do you need for someone to communicate? You kind of forget that you're also an entity. Yeah. At least, at at least half, if not Mm -hmm. depending on their type of relationship that you have, you are a part you are a percentage of that relationship, whoever, or how many people you have that with. And you kind of forget that like, it doesn't have to mean like just because I might want affection doesn't have to mean that I can be the most affectionate back, but it does mean that I should be aware of the shit that I'm giving off mm, because mm. a lot of people aren't. I, well, you never really talk about that. Like this is actually one of the first conversations I feel like I've ever really had a with somebody with where we could talk about like mm-hmm. with my partner with my <laughs> with my purely sexual partner. Nadine knows that with us, John, it's just sex. She hey, knows it's me. I'm the and problem. you do this, it's me. Yeah. yeah. And when John and I have sex, it's just you can't. It's just see like it. we go. But it's just like, hey, yeah, we're being we just say hello. We just say hello back to each other. Hello. <laughs> hello. hello. Good day to you and yours. You know, <laughs> hello. hello. What is your love language? Meaning, what do you think you provide the most of? And what do you think you want to receive the most? I know. Of? You could well, only pick one. And then I want to know yours, too, although you did kind of touch okay. on it. Um, yeah. Ooh, girl. What I perceive catch on you. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he's flirting. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I don't really know what I need, to be honest. I, I that, don't that's I, the I most honest. I will so say I know, podcast. right? Hello, everybody. I don't know what I need. Come date. Hi, me. I'm I'm John and I don't know. This is why I'm single. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> hi, I'm really interested in you. I don't know how to do this. Yeah, exactly. I will say it's definitely not receiving gifts. I don't care about, I love, you know, if you give me, if people I love give me gifts, I really love and appreciate it. And it's always, you know, sweet. But I'm definitely not, you know, one of those people that needs like the latest, you know, Birkenstock, or Birkenstock. Oh, whoa. Birkenbag. I meant to say oh, Birkenbag. Well, well, Ladies and gentlemen, well, really coming through well, here in Birkenstocks. I, I'll I'll get you Birkenstocks, babe. That's, I was gonna say, if anyone's gonna get me that as a it. gift, it's you. Quit asking me. <laughs> um, I love that. That's what came out. Though. I don't know why I even said that. I think I was. Th- well, I was like, "What's a luxury brand?" And I meant to say Birkin, and I said Birkenstock. But it, okay, but let's say let's say gifts yeah, isn't yeah, your yeah. thing. But wouldn't you want your boyfriend? Let's say you're in a committed relationship. I'm not saying at the beginning stages because I think it's kind of romance yeah. is like different in the beginning than it is in like long-term relationships. But yeah. like once in a while, you'd probably want him to like take you on a date. Oh yeah. Receive, or if, buy if, a dinner or something. Is that what you mean by gift? By, by well, gift? I don't know. That's, I think yeah. I'm no, asking listen. There's, that. 
there is certainly a certain amount of like receiving something or other. Yes, a date, a dinner, whatever, coffee, like those things are fine. And I, I just don't really ever expect that. So it's definitely not something yeah. I'm looking for. I'm not, you know, I think about, you know, things that we've seen on like The Real Housewives. Oh, I, a mm. new car, a new bag, a new this or that. I'm extremely non-materialistic. Birkenstocks, Birkenstocks right. you know. I mean, that was the one thing I that mean, popped into his head, people. Obviously. <laughs> um, and so I'm definitely not that. Uh, acts of service. I'm looking at the list. Acts of service. Okay, let me go back to the one that I definitely don't think it is either, which is physical touch. I'm okay. very. I, you're I'm, not a. You're really not a PDA person. Not at me. all. Not at all. And like, right. I love to. Not cuddle. that you're not warm, right? Because you're warm. Yeah. Like you. I'm warm. You're very That's huggy. You're it. not. Yeah. You're not like. Uh, like you and I could like cuddle. We would hug or something like that. Yeah. I would never assume that you would push it away. But it, it's not like a sexual. No, like warmth. It's more of just yeah. like you're just a warm person. I would say sweet. that I love a I love a hug. I love a how are you doing? Pat on the back type of thing. But I'm not someone who ever is like looking to hold someone else's hand. I I don't like the the sweatiness of our palms. I don't know. Like I'm sure that this is. I should probably shut up because I might be you know yeah. putting people. I mean, you off are and, eliminating you know. people yeah. left. Yeah. But I will say the two that really come to mind that are probably the closest are words of affirmation and acts of service. Like if someone's doing that for me, I don't need to hear yeah. constantly that you love me, but I would like to hear that from time to time just to like, you know, settle in my internal dialogue of I'm not worthy if that's ever the case, you know, physical. And like I said, and then acts of service, I do you know, picking me up from the airport, doing things like that. Like I, that does always mean a lot, but I don't know. But then for me to give out, obviously like whatever is needed by my partner, like I can do that. I, I don't think of gifts and material things as acts of love. So I guess that's not really me, but if like, you know, I'm not a physical person like that, but if my partner is and needs to hold my hand and needs to have sweaty palms, and needs all of those things. And I'm happy to meet that person in the middle and maybe even, you know, a little more than I'm even comfortable with. But just that's because probably I love because them. you give out acts of service as your maybe, like, maybe that that's might it. be you. That might be your love, like yeah. what you're at least giving out. Not necessarily it is what you need, obviously. That is part right. of it, what you just said. But I also think that might be what the yeah. thing that you're most dominant in maybe. giving out. I mean, I don't I am, know. Yeah, obviously, it's, I don't it's know. probably true because I'm not, I'm also thinking about like my friendships and my family where I am doing acts of service constantly and it is very fulfilling to me and it's not something that bothers me, you know, and I look at other people and I'm like, why don't you do more for your friends or family? And I judge them, <laughs> but I shouldn't. Stop looking but, at me, John. Yeah, and I'm looking directly into the camera <laughs> at the moment. Some lesbians I know <laughs> that just moved to LA. Oh you my know. God, I'm just kidding. But what about you? Have you thought more about it? Like, how do you how do you receive and express love? Is is the question here about love language? I think I express it by acts of service, physical touch, and words of affirmation. Okay, so all so all of them. Got it. Okay. Uh, so all of them. <laughs> um, although you know, like. An act of service to me, like it wouldn't be a gift, but like I would, mm -hmm. like I do get Nadine flowers regularly, 
you know, oh, without her sweet. asking it or I'll get like little things like, yeah. you know, I always do a lot of stuff for her and, and she does it for me. But I do find that I'm like, I try and like find the romance in a lot of things. So I do think yeah. doing actual physical activity is probably the thing I do the most. I'm affectionate. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I, I, I think it's actually really similar to you. I think it's acts of service in terms of like being there for me, you know, like really right. like you could, you you should be doing something else, but no, you're prioritizing me in this moment. And I really need you. And yeah, I like physical touch, but I don't think it's necessarily overly required, Yeah, but probably like words of affirmation and physical touch kind of have this like 50, 50 thing along with the acts of service. Well, so kind of similar to you. I, I will say I'm surprised by that. I do agree with you, but I think that I would assume for you, what you need in a in a in a partner is quality Lava. quality time. Oh, you know, I always forget that that's you seem I forgot that that was one. That seems to be uh, the so that's probably one. it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. actually that actually is like, probably actually, it. Yeah, because it's so e- like if I'm thinking about like a whole life, it's mm-hmm. so easy to get caught down this rabbit hole of being super ambitious and like you know work comes first, work comes first, work comes totally. first. And I'm so easy in my life to say like yeah no problem like work always comes first. I want you to grant me that, but in yeah. truth, as I grow older, totally I realize mm-hmm. that quality time with that person. And honestly, that can be an act of service because Yeah, it can be, especially if you're you know, busy my like partner you guys is are. very my partner's very mm-hmm. busy and so when she can take the time, that is quality time and that's right. acts of service, so I think that's part of it for me. Um it's like that is the most fucking important. Well, you know? it's the like, most it meaningful really and I think it's the for, deepest connection we really have, whether it's a I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or a romantic partnership, I think. Yeah quality time with that person is so important with anybody in a relationship. You need that, you know, which is why distance long distance can work, but you absolutely need to be able to connect. Totally. You know? And you know, it's funny because you just mentioned like, as you get older and it's true, I mean, like, you know, we're in our mid thirties, some of us a little further away from mid than, and then I would like to admit, but <laughs> some of us are smack dab in that middle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Smack uh, dab. But, you know, I would say 10 years ago, quality time would not have even been on my radar. Whereas now, and I think this is to do with like social media and stuff like that. I have really, I've enjoyed the social media era, if you will. And now I'm in a place where even with texting and friendships, it's like, as great as it is to text somebody and be very, very close with them. And they're in another state and another city. I love that. And I love to stay in touch. But I also really want to spend time with people now, like more than yeah. ever. Maybe it's also the pandemic, really. I mean, we got well, a taste I think of that what that's shifted. Yeah. yeah, I think that shifted a lot. And honestly, it's interesting with social media, back to our original kind of top, talking yeah, point yeah, of, yeah. of you being on TikTok, but also the general rule. <laughs> like younger kids than us, like generations, the generation, if you will, generation sure. Z, they're on social media so much more and they have, they're they starting to have yeah. higher rates of depression, but they're yeah. also doing less risky behavior like having sex early and drinking early, you know, than we used to do. But I just read a study that I think per week they're socializing, meaning physical socialization, not necessarily texting, mm-hmm. but like even what you and I are doing over Zoom right now. 
Yeah. They've lost like 11 hours on average per week, which is just huge hmm. for kids. Because if you think about school, some of the best times in school, we're always oh, running yeah. to your friends in the hallway, recess, yeah. lunch, you know, all those things where you're super social. And so for kids to kind of lose that because they're on social media, even though they're doing less risky behavior in general, a, a la having sex, doing drugs, uh-huh, all that uh-huh. stuff, they're also losing the stuff that makes them, that makes yeah. human beings human beings. So it's Let me this trade something. off of interest. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I love that point. And I, I've heard of that as well. Case in point, my nephew, who is a senior in high school, asked right. me the other day, texted me, and I tweeted this or X'd it, however you want. To, what, what, let's not even go down that rabbit hole. Yet. I, I, I like, we're, I not, can't we're not there. Say, yet. We're not there yet. We're not um, there yet as a society. We're not there as a culture. <laughs> we're not there. And goes, he texts me and he goes, hey, I was just wondering if you would be interested in buying me a pair of iPods for school. I'm sorry, AirPods for school. Oh, oh, can we throw in requests to Uncle Johnny? And I was like, so let me get the, so so you need pens and paper. Do I have to ask you for this? I need pens and paper and and AirPods. What kind of trapper keeper is called an AirPod? Yeah, you need, you need rubber erasers, a pencil holder. And AirPods to exist in school. God, I, I literally wrote him back and I was back like, to school shopping. I know I did too. I was like, AirPods for school. Do you think I'm dumb? He's like, no, they help me. And I was like, you do Tune not need the to teacher? be. I was like, you do not need to have AirPods on in school. Are you insane? It, like, unless you're going to like a museum that links up the tour to your AirPods. Maybe. Like, <laughs> Maybe. How is that? I How like that, that he tried. I like I appreciate that he tried, the attempt. I do appreciate his little hustle. But I was like, I was like, by the way, I just, well, I was like, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure out. Let's just say I got him a job this summer. Okay. Okay. And I said, this is, by the way, I was like, I want to let you know that I got you a job this summer so that you wouldn't text me things like this. I was like, they're only 199 bucks. I was like, you can make that very easily and go buy them yourself. And I was like, and by the way, your birthday's in December. Christmas is in December. Don't be asking on me. It. Don't be asking me for uh, AirPods mid-August. Okay, is you this, can hold out for a little bit. Is this the nephew that wore? I want to say it's blue. Yeah, to yep. his prom, and you let mm-hmm. him borrow your Tesla. Is that correct? Well, I let him borrow it for photos, but yes, I was driving because oh. I don't risk things like that. But yes, right. the same nephew. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. To your point, he's a little bit tuned out, as you can tell, uh, maybe yeah. by well, using. Well, he doesn't AirPods. have his AirPods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, go pay attention in class. Have a great senior year. Um, anyway, to la- r- wrap up the love language conversation, yes, I think I think we'll, we should come time. back to this. Maybe we should ask people. Maybe you ask Nadine, have a convo, you know, follow up next week or the yeah, week after. Yeah, you know, after. I'm not even sure I've really had that convo. Hmm. So you're going to be cuddling in bed doing the Myers-Briggs I would be curious to see what she says. Yeah, Myers-Briggs. I think it's shit. words of affirmation and acts of service, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe TBD, get back to us on that if you want to um, share I will. I want to switch gears for a moment to talk about sure. what we talked about last week with your abysmal. Oh frankly, God. frankly, you're going to get kicked off Uber any second because you have the lowest <laughs> rating of anyone ever in the history of Uber ratings. I, um, yeah. You might as well have had one star. You might as well. I might as well. I probably have more one stars than anybody. Well, you took a little bit of a poll. I did. I, I, I asked people in our Facebook group and I think maybe Patreon as well. Um, you know, guys, Hey, you know, on a recent episode of the show, you know, NMR, we talked about our Uber ratings and I was shocked to find out I have the lowest one. 
Well, you well, were shocked to find out that you would lower than me because you, you were like that's riding right, on your right. high horse. You were like super confident, and then oh, I was. And then you just and then everything fell apart instantly because you have apart. like a four point nine eight or something. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? The Olympics? I actually anyway. have a five point two six. I actually have a oh, the five you did stars. you did bonus work? You did the extra <laughs> credit at the end of the school day. You probably did, knowing you. Well, <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Sophia on Facebook said, just finished listening to your most recent NMR, and I don't mean to brag, but my Uber rating is currently 4.96 stars. That's love, crazy. Love listening to you guys. It's always that's a highlight like, of my week. That's like taking a thousand rides, and you're always a five, I know. and you have one out of the thousand that was a four. I know. Sophia, you must be an absolute angel. So listen to this. So then everyone else is chiming and you can go to our Facebook group right now and join it and you can see everyone's posts. Even after like 10 more people commented, I'm still the lowest rated person of anybody I know. And then Darren, on last night's TikTok live, I, I brought this up again because, you know, obviously I'm insecure about it. I'm a nice guy. I asked the same question in the chat. Passenger. Oh, oh. Well, well, you yeah. might be. Uh, clearly you're right about that. So. Then I asked everyone in the TikTok live, I was like, chat, you know, add your number and the thing. I want to, I'm not going to tell you what my number is, but just tell me what everyone's like 4.8, 4.9, And I'm like, if 4.8 and 4.9 are like 99% of right. people's scores, my four point, what was it? Six or something must be I was gonna say, was truly it six or horrible. Seven? I think it was a six because I think oh, it was no, so low that I couldn't even fathom. You couldn't that imagine score. ever having a I couldn't like imagine. That. It's so embarrassing for you. It another really is. I mean, another friend of mine ooh. did come into the chat. It's so embarrassing for you. <laughs> a 4.65. Oh, you can't see it. Wow. So my friend came in wow. and I and he had a 4.65 as well. So we're tied. And I was and he said the reason that he had the 4.65 is because he was part of the Uber Pool beta group and something was happening with the scores at that point. I was like, uh, no. And I was like, no. Seems- I was like super convenient. A little sussy. They only gave fours out back in the day. I don't know. He's somebody that would probably have that score. I've shared some Ubers with him that probably were questionable after a night of uh, compromising sobriety is, I think, the best way to put that. After a riveting game of Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. That's right. That's right. So anyway, everyone, thank you for updating you uh, or updating me on your Uber rankings Continue to post them in the Facebook group if you want. I'm trying to see if I can, if anyone can beat me and post a screenshot because I want to make sure uh, you're you're being honest. Uh, yeah, Darren, what's going on? Yeah. I know you had some questions for me about recent so, movies. We've been talking movies a lot lately this summer. Well, I meant to ask you this because we recorded last week kind of before any of my news hits. You know, I've been going on the Today Show and doing mm-hmm. other like news hits. And I usually have to talk about pop culture. <clears throat> so one of the movies I kind of talked about a few times, not on the Today Show, but on uh, Peacock's news was Blue Beetle. And mm-hmm. like at first when I was reading about it, like I laughed because I was like, this has to be kind of a joke. Even yeah. though I know Ant-Man with Paul Rudd is like a real superhero movie. Like that's apparently like sure. real. Like that's real, right? Well, like that's... yes. They're both okay. real though. What do you mean by but real though? Like it's not Deadpool. That's like, isn't yeah. Deadpool kind of like a superhero, but he's like a joke? Isn't it kind of like funny? Oh, um, he's sort of like, yeah, he's sarcastic, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, that's a different genre right. of superhero movie, I guess you could say. But you know what I mean? Of. It wasn't like a joke. It wasn't like... Do you yeah, remember, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember the movie Blank Man when we were kids? It sounds so familiar, but yeah, I can't yeah, think of it. Let me look. IMDb it because I'm blanking on the guys. Blanking. blanking. Um, 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Yes, yes, yes. that's right. Do you remember Blank Man? I, I do movie. now. I forgot about that um, movie. Fake yeah. movie. So I'm thinking Blue Beetle, right? And then it's like, okay, this alien scarab, because I'm reporting on it. This alien yeah. scarab, obviously, you know, I'm watching the trailer. I'm learning mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. it. Uh, I didn't get a call, but it's fine to give her any. Takes over this host. Jaime, it needs this host that's to right. kind of yep. thrive and come alive. And mm-hmm. it kind of weaponizes Jaime. You know, with just tons of shit that he, yeah, the character Jaime, with just tons of shit that uh, he didn't even know kind of was possible. Well, isn't it like he can just think anything and then it happens? Yeah, he can like think of any weapon and happens. But what's interesting that I read about is that it's like one of the oldest superheroes of like all time. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and I also didn't realize it was DC Comics. Yeah, DC. I know you're really Marvel, and DC's kind of yeah. it hasn't caught up to Marvel, but it's it's got yeah. Spider Man. It's got Spider Man. No, that's Sony, but Marvel. No, Spider Man's technically Sony, but um, sorry, Marvel, but Sony owns the film rights, but okay, they share right. the character. They license the character to Marvel Studios. Right, 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 right. Who do you think DC Comics' biggest superhero is? Batman, for sure. Okay, okay, so it's Batman. Batman, That's Superman, Batman. Wonder Woman, Joker. Okay, all so of they those just didn't DC. have Spider Man. I knew it was like one mm-hmm. of the three of Spider Man, Batman, or Superman. Yeah. Okay, yep. so I got the one that was all wrong. right. That That's okay. You're tracks. allowed to miss every once in a while about the superhero stuff. Are you gonna see it? So okay, here's my response to this. I the trailer came out a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. The the first one came out, and I was like. Oh, I have not. I've never even heard of this character. And then I was like, oh, these trailers are great, actually. I was like, wow, this looks good. Then the reviews came out very positive, actually, very high audience. Yeah, no, it actually really high. And apparently people really liked it. And I think it's good for families. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably will not see it at this point. I'm one of those people that if I am excited about a movie and I haven't seen it within like the first two weeks, I'm probably just going to wait. Yeah. yeah, and the whole thing about DC, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm only Marvel or whatever. Or I, there are lots of just DC only fans. That's never really been me. I love all superhero stories. DC I think they're fun. Darren Carp. Yep. Darren Carpell. That's right. Good yep. point. Yep. Um, so so ast- you're so astute. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the point is, but I do love that it has a uh, Latino-led yes. superhero, which is very new. And I think it's the first. Latin, yeah. like oh. main character superhero, yeah, in Marvel or at least in I'm sorry, it's not DC. in Marvel. In sorry, in oh, definitely in DC superhero world. Yeah, I think it's not superhero. just in DC. Yeah, I think it's the first one in all superheroes, and definitely the first for DC. Right. The problem is, here's the problem: is DC. First of all, superhero movies in general are hitting their sort of like oversaturation mode period right now because yeah i think after avengers endgame and a couple of frankly poorly written movies from marvel people are just sort of like what else is out there and that's why i think super mario brothers movie makes one and a half billion dollars barbie makes one and a half million dollars people want the that type of fun at the movie theater but i think they're kind of you know tired of the same old same old with all these other ones DC in particular is in a very weird place because the, what what the MCU thrives in is this con this continuity this continuation of a story that started 15 years ago essentially with Iron Man right. 1 and each one has built on something leading up to like an Avengers movie that kind of was the right. big team up and they were doing that at DC 
And then it was like a whole huge mess. You know, they had Man of Steel. They had some Batman movies, Wonder Woman. Some of those were actually really good. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was meant to lead up to Justice League, which turned out to be kind of not so good. Then they had Batman versus Superman. Not, not a great movie. So then there's been a lot of executive cha uh, changes at Warner Brothers Discovery. There's been a merger. You know, there, so there's all these different things where it's like, what universe are we in? Then they brought James Gunn in to lead the DC universe, who is the uh, director of like all the Guardians movies, Suicide Squad, Peacemaker. I'm forgetting another kind of famous one, I think. Um, and no, so now he's there and it's like, OK, what are they going to do? Well, then he's like, Blue Beetle right. will be the first character in the new rebooted DCU. Well, then it comes out and it's a huge commercial flop I, it's a great movie apparently but it's people weren't didn't come to see it and now it's like and then the flash was kind of a big disaster this summer as well they were expecting it to be like a billion dollar movie and yeah and there was some controversy with uh That's ezra right. um miller yeah miller um surrounding them but yeah you know i wonder if it's because blue beetle just doesn't well, that's the thing. Why well, first illicit, of all, like the most yeah. like I don't know. Like it's not like the flamethrower. Like blank man sounds more fun. <laughs> that's true, yeah. The blue well, beetle. The thing that I I think what happened with this, if I'm remembering it correctly, is Blue Beetle was meant to be an HBO Max exclusive movie. And it tested so well with audiences that they thought they should take it to the theater. So Maybe they're getting $30, $50 million more than they would have by even just putting it in theaters and they're fine with that. But I mean, from a branding perspective, it's really making DC look like not the place to go watch movies, you know? Yeah, a little scrimp in the in the yeah. market. But yeah. I, I wanted to get your taste. I might see it. I, I might still your... see it. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I kind of wanted to know. And then, you know, I was recently on a plane and I'm actually one of those people who I don't drink on planes. Like I I like to, I need to be like perfectly by sober. Way, like I don't do anything on planes. By no. the way, I was recently on a plane. Yeah, we know. You're always yeah. on a plane constantly. You're you're in a plane right now recording this show. Probably. I'm actually I'm actually the pilot of a plane right now. <laughs> yes, you're this. piloting at 737. <laughs> I'm piloting 737 to Japan. And to so, Japan. Good thing and, yeah. I have a long flight ahead of right, me. Right. Um you Sorry know, to interrupt. If, if, keep going. No, no, it's just funny. But <laughs> I had finished all of my like reading and I was like trying to get sleepy. So I was like, let me watch some movies. And sometimes I try and watch a new movie I've never seen, like especially on a plane. It's like it's kind of the perfect time because it's not really like you could be doing something else. Like there's yeah. only so much that you can kind of do, like eat, sleep, read and watch a TV or whatever. Sure. Um, but I just wanted like a warm hug. So I watched two of just two of my favorite movies um, that you can't find a lot of places anywhere. The first one I watched was Drop Dead Gorgeous. And I feel like I've talked to you about That's this. That's so good. Before. I love Drop 1999, Dead Gorgeous. 1999, Kirstie Alley, um, Rest Brittany in peace. Murphy, Kirsten Dunst, Allison Janney, not, yeah. um, Kirsten Dunst, Rest in Peace. No, no. Yeah, you said Brittany Kirstie Murphy. Alley and Brittany Murphy. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst is still alive. Um, Allison Janney, Rest in Peace. No, she's still and, alive. Allison Janney is so fucking funny, as is Ellen Barkin. They're like my two yeah. favorites in the movie. But, <laughs> you know, Denise Richards is in it. And I always That's forget, right. like, Denise Richards was a housewife. And, like, I had ample yeah. time with Denise Richards and watching this movie reminded me that I should have fucking said to her, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were amazing in this movie. Yeah, like you yeah. got to be in one of the best movies ever. And it's just, it's so funny. It's also one of those movies that probably couldn't be made today. Cause even though yeah. it's a documentary, oh, it has 100%. <laughs> it definitely 
it definitely plays on a lot of stereotypes, but it did come out in 1999. Yeah. But it is so funny, regardless of like sensitivities as a mockumentary. Yeah, you should I mean, watch it. It's very funny. It's very a la Christopher Guest. And it's yeah. just it's really, really good. And then the other one I watched yeah. because R.I.P. Paul Rubens, I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Well, you just did a tour of all of our beloved past uh, celebrities recently. And it's just that movie. Like, first yeah, off, that was Tim Burton's first directed movie. I always oh, forget really? that it was directed by Tim Burton. And at least, like, major film, you know, like, in terms yeah. of whatever. Yeah. But, like, what a weird character. I never, I've never seen that. Well, I've always thought Pee-wee was very weird and creepy. Did I ever say that when we talked well, about Paul Rubens? Well, that's the thing is, like, is, like, in theory, if I'm describing, if, like, an alien comes down to Earth and I'm describing what Pee-wee is, or I'm like, it's a don't grow Which, man by the way, they have been in here. a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, all the grainy footage really <laughs> makes me convinced. Um, of all the places they're gonna they're gonna land in like Reno, but okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. Um sorry, sure. I interrupted yeah. you, but yeah. No, An it's like everything is down. completely 4K, and then we get one all the military equipment, and then the one saucer they get all of a sudden is like grainy and whatever. Yeah, it's anyway. Take it um, on a calculator, yeah. If I were to describe like what Pee Wee Herman is, and I'm like, okay, it's a it's this character played by Paul Rubens who sure. wears a suit and is is a grown man. Yeah. Grown man. Yeah. But is also a absolute child, but not in a like it's like a childlike stunted. wonder. It's not yeah, like yeah. right. He's not like stunted via growth, more so just in like he's not like his, change my diaper, you know? No, right. Or like I need mommy. Like he's just like got childlike tendencies, and it's so hard to explain what he is. And yeah. I just remember, and even though I was very young when this came out, but my parents watched it too. We were all big Pee Wee fans. It was like Mr. Bean. Like we all watched it. Those were like two characters we just loved. We all just, and we, as we should have, just accepted it. Like that's no what one I really mean. questioned it. Like it was just like, yeah, this is the character. He's a grown man, but he's also a child. I, I, I the know. Way. So what, like, the way you're rationalizing it now in your mid 30s <laughs> is how I was rationalizing it at eight because I was very put off by the whatever was happening on TV with this guy. So, everyone, I'm glad if you love Pee Wee Herman, uh, but, like, your no, life. but like, I love Pee Wee Herman. I don't think it's you creepy. Do. It's just watching this movie, I was just like, we if, just accept this. Like, we're just, we're just like, yeah, it, that's and that's perfectly okay like so many weird characters sure. over a course of our like childhood lives it's just like yes that's just is what it is but peewee in this way that could attract kids and also adults and be this like very mm -hmm. odd character that is like asexual and also sexual because he always has a love interest in these movies he has a love interest and like maybe i need to yes. watch this actually. and there's a woman okay you know, there's a woman. Saying, oh, like it, his love interest is a woman. You're saying? a woman. It's always yeah, okay. like a sexy woman. And oh. it's just, it's just, it's, I'm going to watch it, this like, in, because like, <laughs> I need to get into whatever I, first of all, I need to understand you better. Yeah, can I you think. actually, can you rewatch Pee-wee's big adventure? Not big top Pee-wee, even though I think big top Pee-wee is very good, but Pee-wee's big adventure. Just watch it and like get okay. your adult thoughts. Like see oh, how you're your eight year old stuff. Yeah, you'll hear what I have to think because I this is unsettling. If a person, can I hear what you guys have to think too? Like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, like hit it's only great. Darren up at Carpe Darren <laughs> about Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I think that I would, you know, if somebody <laughs> like Pee Wee was like at the mall and I had a right. son or a daughter, I would be like, we need to leave immediately, you know. But no, 
You're so wrong. All right. Pee-wee. Well, I'll watch it. Maybe my mind will change, but probably not because I do a true crime podcast and I know to get away from people like that. But anyway. Yeah, that's that's right. Well, rest in peace, Paul Rubens. This is not a reflection on peace. Paul Rubens' uh, talents it? or skills, or, or maybe it is because yeah. it is his original character. All right. That's we got to go record another show. We love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you on next week's uh, full episode or the Sunday's full episode. If you love me and John, you'll do the acts of service by listening to our episode on Sunday. See how I wove it all together. Oh, look at, the at you. Is You're such a pro. Or... See you on the Today Show. Such a pro. Okay. That's what it is. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.